Welcome to season two of The Fellowship. My name is Adam Hawk. I am your host. My resident guest, Ryan Engel, is here as well. He's on the couch, and I'm assuming Nick will zoom out soon to show him. But before he does, I want to thank everyone who supported the first 12 episodes of The Fellowship. We took some time off. We're back. It's going to be a better season than ever. Uh, this first episode of season two is going to be a little different. We're going to start here in the boardroom. Then we're all going to get in the car and we're going to drive down the coast to Solana Beach and see our friend and sponsored nation sportsman, Joe Etter, professional PGA Tour caddy for Patton Kazire. We pro were, jock. Pro jock. We were just out in the desert at the Bob Hope Classic. And before we go and see Joe, we want to recap our experience out there, what we saw, what we liked, what we hated, and what we can't wait to do again. So without further ado, let me bring in my resident guest to help me break down the Bob Hope Classic, Ryan Engel. Ryan, how are you? Really good. Thank you for asking. What a wonderful question. You're welcome. I thought it was a great question, too. That's called uh, camaraderie, a little back and forth, yeah. a little uh, pleasantries. Yeah. Uh, we just went out to the desert. We went to La Quinta. We went to PGA West, and we saw on Thursday the opening round of what it was formerly known as the Bob Hope Classic. We... Continue to refer to it that way because it's our way of keeping tradition and history alive. Although I will ask you, after we saw what we saw out there, do we want to continue to refer to the Sham X as the Bob Hope Classic? What a sad, sad tournament that has become. Yeah. Um, if you could put a dental office outside, that was it. Yeah, it was an outdoor dentist office. It was so fucking boring and stale and uh, zero mention, branding, or even like a throwback fucking thanks for the memories. Hope, there wasn't one thing of Bob Hope anywhere. No, you, you would... It's gone. You wouldn't... If now, you, the past sponsors that took it over, they'd still have like, you know, a little like Bob Hope area or memory lane or something. They still had like a little homage to it all. Um, this is the first year that I've ever been going out there where it's absolutely gone. Um, and the tournament itself is just strange. You know, PGA West, um, they like to call it the Western home of golf in America. I like to call it the Western home of stucco in America. Um, you know, it just doesn't have the charm of desert golf, you know? None of it. Pete Dye, you know, Jack Nick, they're great course designers, but... When you go to the greater Coachella Valley, an area which which absolutely exploded um, in in that mid-century architecture style, of course, um, when, when you go out there and you don't see back to front small greens and just like quirky like like charm and little dog legs and stuff, you go out there and you see all dormant Bermuda and fucking hills everywhere and like a look at this extreme bunker you have to hit over. It's just like what is this, fucking American Gladiators? It's just so dumb. You're not even tucked up to the mountain. At, at least they still try to hold on to Lakina Country Club. But, I mean, I've ne I knew it was coming. But uh, to get back on track here, that day is here. And Bob Hope is gone forever. Well, he's gone forever from that tournament and what we saw of it. But he's not gone forever in the sense that people like you and I will continue to champion it and carry it on. Uh, what attracts us to the desert, like you mentioned, is the charm. And what Bob Hope brought to the desert was a lot of charm and a lot of timelessness. This was lacking any of it. I'd never been to PGA West before. And for those of you that haven't been, it's essentially a giant complex of golf courses. There are houses and golf courses, and the whole thing is called PGA West. And inside of PGA West, there is the stadium course, which we walked with Pat and Kazire and Joe Edder. And there is, there's a bunch of them, but the other one that they play at... Nick Turney. Nick Turney. Uh, so we walked the stadium course. They're both very similar. Yeah, and we weren't impressed with the course or the layout or the tournament. However, I do want to compartmentalize this because while the tournament was lacking a lot of uh, charm and character, uh, we, had pro we had one of the best days of our lives. That was so much fun. We had complete access to every single shot that Patton hit because it was a Thursday. There weren't a lot of Let people Let it be out known, there. Hawk, that um, give two guys like us a couple tumblers of booze yeah. and a cigar and uh, walking around following our buds compete as the sportsmen they are, Yeah, you could put me anywhere on earth and I'll have a good time. That doesn't take away from the fact that that tournament has 
the soul of a dead cat on a freeway. <laughs> you know? It's just gone. Yeah, you know? okay. It's flattened. Yep. It's gross. You don't even want to shovel up. You're just like, just leave it there until enough cars fucking run it over that it's just evaporating. Okay, so while we don't like the tournament setup or the golf course, <laughs> we had such a good time. So we roll in. Uh, we get hooked up with a player's lot pass, which was great. Uh, we, we meet up with Patton and Joe on the range. That was awesome. And then we started on one, and we followed them for their entire 18. Patton got hot and rattled off like five birdies and six holes. Kept the mojo going. He was dapping us up. Could have been like eight or nine. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, his uh, <laughs> Patton Kazire, that was the first time we had met him. Uh, the southern drawl that Patton Kazire has is downright intoxicating. Best voice I have ever been around, and I spent my life in radio. Patton Kazire, best voice ever. Uh, amazing. Uh, grinding of pars out there and just put together a great round of 67 but we saw every single shot if you've ever been to a golf tournament before a lot of times you're craning your neck just for a sight line and this tiny little rock goes sailing through the air you can't see anything you just kind of listen for the applause to know if it was good not the case we saw everything um chocolate up to a positive by the tournament sucking you know not a lot of people in your way fair enough so we got to take advantage of that so thank you amex for that um Man, we went in that merch tent. That was the saddest merch tent alive. So what we did, and we're going to show this on a later episode, is we bought, so, so you, you can't see it here, but above above the uh, railing in our boardroom, we have uh, some commemorative um, flags, pin golf flags, flags pin, pin flags, and uh, places we've been, accomplishments we've had on the course, tournaments we've walked, and so we were like, Oh, let's go to the merch tent because mm-hmm. we needed a bag to hide all our booze in. Yeah. And uh, we were like, let's uh, buy a flag. So we go in there. Everything in there said fucking American Express, PGA West. I was like, what's going on here, dude? Yeah. So we bought an American Express flag and uh, we're going to X it out. And I have some old vintage Bob Hope um, patches. We're going to put that on and that will go on the boardroom as kind of like a wave the white flag. Ah, I like that. Per se. Yes, yes. Um, and uh, kind of get the trumpets out and, yep. you know, yep. carry your friend in by the handles. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, we'll call it uh, Hope's Casket, and uh, that's the end of that. That's you know? the end of that. Yeah. So uh, fantastic time walking the golf course. One thing I will say is it was an absolute pleasure to meet so many people out there who were fans of Nation and fans of what we were doing. Um, I would say the oddest encounter was the dad his name was mark great mustache didn't get his last name but mark the mustache is what i call him now Mm. uh he had a lot of nice things to say and then as we were walking away he said do you mind if i get a picture and we're like absolutely and he goes with my kids and he wasn't in the picture but there was a seven-year-old and a 12-year-old and i think an eight-year-old and i we we've got our arms around him taking a picture i'm just thinking to myself like are we role models? Because I'm pretty sure all we do is smoke and drink and cuss and... Uh, Speak for yourself, Adam. Yeah, and okay. So we took a picture with the kids, and, and that was great. However, the highlight of the trip for me afterwards was the steakhouse dinner at LG's. We texted Joe Edder, and we said, do you have dinner plans? Because we'd like to take you to the nicest steakhouse in town and throw our plastic down. Well, you know, the nice thing about being a small, um, growing brand or company rather um you know we're not making a lot of money but we've got a little budget to spend so when we find those opportunities to do it you know 100 oysters dry age ribeye couple shrimp cocktails and a plethora of drinks every now and then it's nice to treat the guys to that oh absolutely and it's nice to treat the guy to it i'd like to think that that's the best in-season dinner that Joe Edder's been treated to. And we're going to ask him in just a little bit. We're going to drive down, and I'm going to remind Ryan to ask him that question. Was that We're driving down there? We're driving down there. We're going to Solana Beach, so uh, drink up. I know you're uh, driving us. Uh, and that's all going to happen on the same day. We will be in the same outfit. God hates a quitter, Adam. We're going to pack up, and we're going to go talk to Joe Edder. Uh, but before we do that, let's just put a bow on the whole thing. Uh, Patton went and shot 67-67, 71-70. He finished tied for 22nd. Great week for Patton. Great week for Nation, too. Great week for us. Patton, uh, he holds one. Ding dong. Yeah, Yeah. he he dunked one on number four. It's a par three on Sunday. And to hijack any kind of headlines during a NFL playoff weekend is amazing. So Patton did that. All the credit to Patton. A lot of people were tagging us in the comments, which was cool to see. But all the shine to Patton. That was was his shot. 
and Joe was there wearing the visor. So it was a great moment for Pat and a great moment for Joe. And we got a little of that residual shine, which we love. But I would say this, what got cemented for me on that trip was Joe and Patton, even though Patton doesn't wear nation stuff, but Joe does. These are the two guys that we want to be with. Like they are great dudes. They get it. They're about the right things. And they are super fun to be all in and behind for sure. Definitely. I mean, those are our guys and we're, we're running with them. Yeah. You know, no doubt. So let's, uh, Let's drink up and be somebody and get our asses on the fucking road. Yes. So we got to drive. So let's finish these drinks and get behind the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, stick with the episode because we are literally going to pack up with Nick, bring this gear down to Solana Beach, which is 10 miles north of Torrey Pines. It's the San Diego area. We're going to go talk to Joe Etter. This is really weird. You're not going to see this for a couple of weeks. We're recapping a tournament that's going to be even older when you watch it than it is now. Who even cares? You know, who cares? And they've already finished round one at Tory. And by Be the sure time to you smash see it, that subscribe button. Thank you for get saying the like, that. Thank you, know, you for saying that. Follow get subscribe. along. Yeah. Subscribe. If you're watching this and you haven't just scrolled down and press subscribe, you're killing me. Yeah. Just think, guys. The more of you we get to sign up to this thing, the more ads we can put in front of all these videos in the future. Absolutely. Isn't it great? <laughs> and as you've heard us say in the past, if we get to 1,000 subscribers, we can make tens of dollars. Yeah. That, that could pay for our McDonald's. Yeah, it, it could offset a little bit of that. By the way, we had a filet of fish for lunch today. What a delicious flaky white fish sandwich. That's why I'm hiding behind the set decorations. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the, the YouTube subscription will help us offset the steakhouse dinners. In All the right, desert. this is going way too All long. right, Let's we're going down to uh, Solana Beach to talk to Joe. Cut. <laughs> I'm heading down to Solana Beach to talk to Joe. He's out there right now. Swing lube at San Omar in San Clemente, California. $16.47. That's it? The boys! Someone put a compilation together of him eating ice cream and talking about ice cream. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> Well, we've made it to Solana Beach, a beautiful, sleepy beach town just north of Torrey Pines, where the Farmers Insurance Open is happening this week, Wednesday through Saturday. They moved it up to not compete with the NFL. This is a golf brand, and we love golf, so golf over football all the time. And we are here to talk to Joe Etter. Joe has become a good friend of ours. He is the first person ever to wear Nation on tour. We couldn't be happier about it. He is the bag man for Pat and Kazire. They've won two times on tour. Can't wait for the third one. He is the pride of St. Simons, Georgia. St. Simons Island, I should say, Georgia. Mm. We welcome in now Joe Etter. Joe, thank you for being here on the fellowship. Thanks we appreciate it very much. Thanks yeah. a lot for having me. Uh, it's it's awesome to have you guys come down in a, on location. And uh, yeah, live at the Sand Pebbles. At the yeah. Sand Pebbles, yeah. yeah. How many caddies are staying in this luxury resort? We, we this probably week? got we probably got thirty of us. It's kind of the unofficial caddy hotel. Yeah, yeah. it's a caddy compound. Which that's is pretty rad. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's that's some salt of the earth stuff right no, for, there. For and sure. you have stayed here multiple times. I have probably five six years. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and we were just out at the Bob Hope Classic in La Quinta. You were staying at a place with three other guys, and you've stayed there seven years. So it's cool. You get to bounce around the country, but when you find a place that you like, it's a place that you'll renew with the landlord or the person in charge of the property mm -hmm. over and over again. So you've got, like, your local haunts. Like, you know this area better than Ryan and I, and you're from across the country, and right. we're from right up the road. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, we, we're all creatures of habit out here on tour, so... You could yeah. start like a travel blog, you know, like balling on a budget, you know. Like, totally, totally. Let's get around the country with Joe Etter. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that, would be that great. could be on the yeah. Travel Channel. So before we get into your story, and I've got a lot to ask you because you've got one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. Um, I do want to talk about because it's the question that we get all the time: How did Nation and Joe Etter come together? Because Nation, as big of plans as we have for it, we are on that slow, organic burn where we're building everything authentically. Uh, we're going at our own pace. And for us to get on the PGA Tour, it was a huge feather in our cap. But not just to get on the tour, but to get on the tour with you. You and I met through the Jim Rome show when I was the executive producer there. Yeah. Uh, you had a Twitter account. and Arugula. <laughs> 
we would DM back and forth. That's a great impression, by the way. Yeah. He loves those impressions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we would DM back and forth, and you were at the time working for a pro named Kyle Stanley. He mm -hmm. was on the show. We bounced some messages back and forth. Then the whole nation thing came out on the Jim Rome show that I was doing the golf stuff. And then you're like, man, I love this stuff. And you placed an order in the Lava Flow. The shirt I'm wearing right now yeah. is the shirt that you ordered. So yeah. you have impeccable taste. Did you set yes. that up? Huh? No, this is purely uh, uh, serendipitous, if you will. Serendipitous. Yes, yeah. got that word from Joe during a text exchange last week. Um, but that's kind of how we got together. And then to take people behind the curtain, um, you know, you approached us and you were like, I would love to wear your stuff on tour. And mm -hmm. we ironed some stuff out. We put some pen to paper in a very official way. Yep. We have it pinned up in our office. Uh, it's got your uh, John Hancock and ours, and you've been wearing our stuff on tour, and uh, yeah. we couldn't be happier. So that's kind of how it happened. How do you like being a nation-sponsored sportsman? I love it. I love it. I mean, product is awesome. I love the, uh, the golden era. And um, yeah, the visors are phenomenal. Yeah. Hats crispy. Phenomenal. Super crispy. Yeah. I mean, I can't go a day without five to ten people wondering about what it is. That's cool. So I get to explain the mm -hmm. nation golf story a little mm -hmm. bit and kinda kinda get some drum yeah. up some interest and yeah. all that good stuff. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And we love having you being a part of it and I don't know if it's us. I don't know if it's PK. I don't know if it's your handsome mug. You have gotten a lot of TV time since we made this deal. Yeah, pretty much all PK. We're gonna we're gonna give it to. He's playing some golf. He's yeah. playing, playing some, some golf. nice golf. Yeah. Yes. He's, uh, you know he's making ones on par threes. Yeah, so he's doing making a bunch of birdies. So, I saw his yeah. Instagram. What was? He, did you say that was number ten for him? Or it something? was. I think it might have been actually number eleven. Yeah, you forgot when once yeah. you get past 10, you kind of start to forget. I read something somewhere, and I don't know if you know this, um, and it caught my eye because you just imagine that pro pros make them at least more often than amateurs, you know? Yeah. But I read somewhere that, like, Tiger hasn't had one since, like, the early 2000s or something. Like, he's on, really? like, a, like, a serious big, drought. A serious Absolutely. drought for a player wow. like that. Yep. And I found that interesting because, um, you know, they are somewhat of a mystical yeah. creature yeah you know what i mean like um especially speaking for myself like an amateur like you you, you get that feeling where you're like am i ever gonna get one and mm -hmm. then you you get one and then it takes a long time and you're like maybe i'll never get another one right. you know and then like maybe one comes your way or something like that but fucking 10 11 that's crazy mm -hmm. dude you know in tiger's defense he builds such big leads he doesn't have to fire that's true plays plays the me the green yeah. yeah so the shot that we're talking about uh was on the fourth hole par three sunday round Patton just he put one right on the stick uh, it four hopped right in there. The Thank God we is, weren't there for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it would have been pricey. Yeah, yeah. The coolest thing that um, uh, that I liked about that shot was you could hear him kind of doing his own play-by-play. You -play. Mm -hmm. hear him go, get back there. Yeah. And it does exactly what he says. Yeah. And he's like, hey, hey, how about that? And he does a nice little finger gun. <laughs> and um, credit to you and PK because the next caddy player duo that executes a high five on tour correctly will be the first until you guys did it. You guys connected. Yeah, that was a Chris to yeah. Yeah. It was one of the best high fives I've ever seen. It's a risky There's been some bad ones no. on tour. There's been yeah, some we, horrible ones. We've, we've had our share of mishaps. Yeah. So, you know, we're kind of off-season. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. get together. Let's yeah. really hammer this out. Like, how do we do that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you guys doubled up on the high five. There was the immediate high five, and then mm -hmm. there was the holy shit, did that just happen high five, uh, <laughs> yeah, which exactly. was great. So credit to you guys for that. Um, Nothing but, like seeing a home one. They're just... It, yeah, it, it, it just it makes you love thy enemy, you know. Yes, like the enemy of anyone. Golf. Anyone could anyone could get one, and you could be happy for him. You know, I know totally. I've said that before, but what's the just, sorry? What, yeah. What's the mentality when you guys are walking up to the green and he's going to go fish one right out of the cup? Are you guys just buzzing? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you're just it's nice to not even have to take the putter out of the bag, whatever. Yeah. Like, okay, next hole. Right. Does the course yeah. of the tournament do anything nice for him? Like, give him the flag or anything like that? Uh, I mean, fuck eleven. He's probably like, ah, screw it. Yeah, who cares? He's, <laughs> he's got too many of them. Yeah. It wasn't one. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. For sure. So we are just steps away from the Pacific Ocean. You're that close to it. We're down close to Torrey Pines in Solana Beach, northern San Diego. We just came back from seeing you guys out in La Quinta, beautiful Coachella Valley. And before that, you were in Hawaii. 
Uh, you still have Scottsdale and Riviera in LA. How much do you love the West Coast swing? It's awesome. I mean, all those golf courses, all the golf courses we play on the West Coast, the weather is, for the most part, amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, we had a 70-degree day today. It was a little bit of breeze. Never break a sweat. It's I perfect. mean, it's, it's perfect. And, and with, you know, the, the zoo of, uh, you know, Phoenix up next. Yeah. And then the history of Riv after that. I mean... I gotta yeah, think it's, it's a, the 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 one thing from a player's perspective. I mean, and obviously you too, because you're, you know, you're looping and helping and all the shit that comes with that. But like, the West Coast swing is pretty interesting, in my opinion, because each stop it's con completely different conditions, mm -hmm. different turf, different greens. Yep. You know, so that's that's got to be hard to adjust. You know, like mm -hmm. um, a lot of like you know Florida, you know, all that stuff. It's like. Everything's pretty much just Bermuda, in the same vein, the place, you know, yeah. but here it's like from Hawaii to some Poana, then back over to some Desert Rye and some, you know, Bent. Mm -hmm. you're, you're really just jumping around. That's got to be tough, you know, to to stay on track with that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, it really is. Uh, yeah, I mean, all the golf courses, that's the biggest thing. Right. You know, getting, you got three last week, you got two this week, you got three next week for those that are playing Pebble. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of multiple scouting reports. Multiple right? scouting yeah. reports. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me that on a phone conversation. I found that so interesting. That's something that the common fan wouldn't think of. That the caddy, mm -hmm. when he comes to these tournaments, has to go out and do yardages and walk off distances for three different courses for one tournament. For mm -hmm. example, uh, at the Bob Hope, you guys played the stadium course. You played uh, Nick Turney. You played uh, shit. It used to be five. Yeah, I played yeah, like he that's right. That was before my time. Thank <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You so, know? could you imagine that? Yeah. Hey, uh, what we should do before we continue is on the way down, we grabbed you some swing lube, and I know you've been cracking boys. I've been, I've been waiting and hoping yeah. to uh, yeah. taste some of this stuff. Yep. for quite a while. Yeah. And, uh, Cheers. Professional awesome. beer for amateur golfers. Absolutely. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Cheers, boys. Mm. So I know that you're a um, you're a silver bullet guy. You like to call it the Colorado Kool Aid. Mm -hmm. Your first sip of swing lube. What do you think? It's nice. It's nice. Is this a lager? Oh, it's a cool style ale. Yeah. Yes. Cannot kinda, be. Yeah. It is yeah. very easy drinking though. Yeah. yeah, and that's we wanted to make something. It's smooth with flavor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Only four that's or five. It, it tastes like it's got maybe See, a little more. The, uh, the idea there is you can drink a bunch on the course, and you can you can hit the taste buds of a Coors Light drinker and a hipster beer mm -hmm. guy. Right. You know I mean, and you can have more than one or two. Which, when you have an IPA, you start seeing a couple golf balls between your legs, and you're like, "Whoa, dude! <laughs> yeah. Why did I drink this? This, right, is, right. this is not ideal." Um, and then you can have a couple uh, in the car on the way home and be just fine. You know, mm -hmm. totally. Yeah, I was just kidding about that. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What about um, a little secret nipper on the course, yeah. you know? Anyone yeah. still doing that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I tell, I tell people at home, I don't drink and drive, but I will drink while driving. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's like you don't want to, you know, like be, you don't want to drive drunk, but like right. if you're drinking and driving, that doesn't necessarily mean you're drunk. You know what 100%, I mean? So, 100%. Teach their own. Yeah, and I do want to put a bow on last week. I know that we're at Tory, but uh, the Bob Hope was very special for us for a number of reasons. Um, obviously, this company is obsessed with the desert, and that's where a lot of the history comes from. But to go out and to be able to walk stride for stride with you guys, to see mm -hmm. you guys do your thing, um, for you guys to pay a little bit of attention to us while you're on the job, that felt really cool and special. and. Patton came over and dapped us up on hole three, like right away, right when he mm -hmm. saw us. And, um, you know, he was he was keeping the head nods and the shaka bras going the yeah. whole time. So that was Did really you cool. Say shaka bra? Is that what it's called? That's great. Good job. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Shaka bra. I threw a guess out and yeah. got it right. Um, so that was super special for us. And when you're at tournaments, a lot of it is like jockeying for position just to see one shot. But we saw everything you guys were doing. Um, and then, you know, we drive back and see the ace on sunday that you guys made which is which was awesome and uh the dinner that the three of us had at yeah, lg's prime sometimes you get melted into those seats in those For situations sure. and you just like just don't really want it to end yeah you know like could i just sleep here yeah you know <laughs> i know you get to do this every week and you have friends and family probably scattered all over the country but was that week 
as special for you as it was for us. <laughs> totally, totally. Well, I mean, it was it was great to finally get the chance to meet you guys in person. Yeah, we, we broke some bread, as they say. Broke some bread. You guys got to you know come out and watch us do our thing, mm-hmm. and, and, and it was a good day. Nice, uh, nice that day, and yeah, made a bunch of birdies, and um, yeah, I I just love um, what was it eight or nine when you topped it and then got up and down. That's a player's player right there. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. He had a uh, really hard stance because mm-hmm. Pete Dye is a terrorist. And, uh, <laughs> right. And he... Uh, That's just good good stuff for, like, mm-hmm. you guys stuff. to talk about afterwards. And it's just totally. like, you know, because that doesn't happen to a pro often, you know. And obviously it was a weird no, that was shot. The first time I'd but it's that. funny I, to talk about yeah. that kind of shit because it's like, oh, yeah, he topped it on fucking eight or whatever well, it was. Nine. And he got up and down, you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, the up and down was beautiful. And we were, we were stoked to see that because it was like, that was a little nipper shot. You know, yeah. and, and he made a pretty, pretty de- decent And, and full too. disclosure, and we told this to you at dinner, but we'll tell the audience now. When there was such a sparse crowd out there, just kind of us two following every shot and kind of, you know, you guys know we're there and everything. Uh, after he had topped the ball on nine, we were like, oh, fuck, man. Like, did we bring bad luck, you know? And then when he made the putt for par, what a gutsy par. Well, we said, we said, shut. if he misses this, because we thought we were good luck for a little bit because you guys kind of going on a run. And I was like, oh, fuck. And I looked at Hawk. I was like, if he misses this, we're going to take a fucking breather, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's always a few times in every round where you're at a crossroads. It's like, okay. It could go either way. Are we going to keep on rocking Mm -hmm. or are we going to be... That was a momentum saver right there. Yeah, that was huge. Then he made a huge one on 10 Mm -hmm. uh, at at, at the turn. And um, you guys just kept it rolling, which was great. And we felt good about following you guys around and... Um, everyone threw darts on 17, Alcatraz, mm-hmm. which was really cool to see. Um, and man, he, he burned some edges after throwing great approaches. It was just a very, fun, yeah. very fun, re- uh, fun round fun to watch. To watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned this in the, um, it was either on the way up, Ryan, or in the first part of the episode, which we taped before we came here. Um, you Didn't you want to ask Joe if that was the best meal he had been treated to on tour? And- <laughs> got to be top five. I can't think of a better one. Got to be top five. Hey, cheers to that, man. That makes me feel good. We just gave a uh, seasoned veteran his best meal. I mean, I've I've enjoyed that meal. That's for damn sure. Yeah, that was great. Um, So this year... Adam, you were on the martinis that night. Yeah, I was on the gin martinis. And then the gin martinis were on me later that night. And I was... uh, (laughs) Tell Joe about our ride home in the morning. (laughs) Oh, we took the worst way out of uh, the Palm Springs area. We went the back Went the old back road up the the mountain. Oh, over the mountain. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I was like, hey, you good with windy roads? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, hop in, kid. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was the scariest thing ever. And he was doing this thing where he was challenging himself how long he could go without hitting the brakes. And... I'm there just trying not to throw up, and I'm, I'm freaking out, and I'm like, dude, please, please, I'm closing my eyes. I think at one point, I turned to you, and I said, we have kids. I want to get home to my kids, and... We were humming. Yeah, it yeah, was we uh, it was nerve-wracking. That was um, Sprinter van handles yeah. like it's all Oh, right. yeah, dude. Yeah. Front-wheel drive. Drives fire. itself, yeah. Yeah, it drives itself. Real agile. Sure. Um, so this year, you were actually celebrating your 20th year as a caddy it hasn't wow, all been on the right. tour but that's you right. started as a club caddy 20 years ago yeah it's hard to believe in georgia and the story about how you made the leap from club caddy to professional caddy is pretty incredible and i would like to just get out of the way and have you tell that story to the audience of how you made the jump and not just how it happened but why it happened because the why is as great as the how, because you took your own destiny into your own hands. So mm-hmm. go ahead. Well, I started club catting in 02 at uh, Sea Island, in Sea Island, Georgia. I uh, worked a little bit at Sea Island Golf Club and then at Ocean Forest, kind of with the hopes of, <clears throat> excuse me. Get a little, yeah, a little lube it up, throat lube, yeah, yeah little, throat lube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Adam knows all about that. Yeah, my dad watches it, <laughs> he's very disappointed in you right now. I'm sure the neighbors think there's some throat lube going on in here, well, this bright and, and light a, in this hotel room. And aside, before you start the story, which I can't wait to hear, when we did bring a bunch of gear into an uh camera gear into a hotel room, and, yeah. and, and Ryan's got the mustache, and Nick's got the beard, and, yeah. and, yeah. and the dad hat on. Yeah, everybody thinks what, we're Nick, filming a porn. Nick's the bear and I'm the walrus, or what are the like terminology of that? I have so, no idea, yeah. but let's get back to this story. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, uh, so 
So I'm down in Sea Island, Georgia. You know, club catting, everything's going good, but I mean, my kind of my sights are set on one day being on the PJ tour. I have no idea how that's going to happen. But um, I got some business cards made up. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, if anybody comes up to me, I can say, yeah, here, yeah. here I'm Joe Utter. I'm Caddy for you. But I um, like, got those, and then I ran into Chris Kirk one night um, randomly at a bar called Murphy's in St. Simon's Island. He'd just come off the Walker Cup and was about ready to turn pro. And I'm like, oh, dude, that's Chris Kirk. I should go up and uh, chat him up. So, And you had been looking up like the up-and-coming great college players, right? So you yeah. were very knowledgeable. Yeah, I you, figured that smart. was, yeah, was going to be smart. my best, yeah, best way to get in, not knowing really anything about anything. Mm -hmm. So um, met up with him, or met him, gave him my card, thinking, okay, well, that guy's never going to call me. But mm -hmm. the very next day at Frederica Golf Club, I'm nursing a hangover from that night. Yeah. And uh loving the story like, already. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're like, <laughs> All right, Edder, you're uh you're up, nine thirty. You got Chris Kirk and Jimmy Johnston, who is his agent. I'm like yeah. Oh Perfect. Okay. Yeah. You know, ears perk up a little bit, go up there and kinda put my best foot forward. We we go out and, you know, have a nice little nice little round and I think he shot like sixty five, which is good. And I'm like, yeah. Okay, well this is Maybe you're going to turn into something, possibly. And then, you know, Q School was right around the corner. So, you know, a couple of weeks later, he called me up to go to Q School. And um, Was that at Stadium did, still? No. Well, first stage was in Valdosta, Georgia. Uh -huh. Second stage was in the desert outside of, like, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh-huh. And then final stage was at Orange County National. Oh, wow. Down in Orlando. So, did that. And then... He, okay, got, he got some nationwide status. This is 07, actually. Fast forward to 07. Oh, this is fast. Okay, yeah. And um, did that, and kind of he gave me an opportunity to work for him for a few weeks. Didn't really work out, but I was at least able to kind got of... Got your like, foot in the door. Got my foot in the door, yeah. met some other people, started working more on the nationwide tour. And then um, fast forward to 2011. Hadn't really worked. I worked for... Chris maybe one other week in like 2010 on a just kind mm -hmm. of a one-off and he called me up out of the blue on a Saturday and said hey I need somebody for uh, for Houston I'm kind of in a rut just want to change a little bit a little something up uh, mm -hmm. can you be in Houston Monday 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 night for a Tuesday practice round I was like yeah I'm, yeah I'm good to go yeah then he plays Tuesday, played great. I'm like, dude, I don't know, your game looks fine. I don't know what, what, I don't know what the problem is. And yeah, then he yeah. goes on and finishes yeah. second. Wow. Ties nice. for second. And pretty much the most money I've ever made yeah, in my that was life. A life like that's like moment. a year's worth of pay for me at the time. Yeah. In one week. And then the snowball started going. The snowball started going. On the strength of that, that's I was able awesome. to start off with Harris English at the mm. end of twenty eleven. He seems like him. a nice guy, yeah. Harris is awesome. Yeah, yeah. he seems like a really yeah, nice guy. Super, super chill guy. Mm -hmm. Tons of talent. Mm -hmm. Worked for him for a few years, and then basically it all kind of culminates in where we are sitting right now. Yeah, so yeah. that's pretty incredible to know in your head, like, the only way for me to get out of this barn at the club is to research the up-and-comers, mm -hmm. make some business cards, and go out there and network. And the guy that you drop a card on... Mm -hmm. is the guy that you end up caddying for the next day at the club. He shoots yeah. 65, and now you are on your path. Right. And this path has led you from the club to Q School to, at the time, the Nationwide, which is now, is it Corn, Corn Ferry? Ferry, yeah. Yep. And, uh, and now is you're... Corn Ferry? Is that a company? What is Who knows? <laughs> it sounds terrible. I want nothing to do. I don't with... understand. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, is that like a breakfast cereal? Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, and the fact that none of us know shows yeah. that the branding the isn't working. Is, is it insurance? Yeah. It's got to be insurance. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. So, and then you get to the tour, and, and here you are. Um, I want to say you're, you're 10 years into it, or 11 years into it, 11 seasons? Yeah, I think, I guess 2012 was my first season season. Like, with 11 with Chris Kirk, I ended up mm -hmm. doing maybe eight or nine events, and then... Uh, hooked up with Harris and started with him in 12. So basically my, I think my 10th or 11th season, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So you've been a part of two wins on tour, mm -hmm. both with Patton. Yep. 2017 in Mexico, 2018 in Hawaii. Yep. 
and I can't imagine a higher peak than getting to the top of a individual sport where the margin of victory is razor thin. We're talking about mm -hmm. one stroke over four days separates mm -hmm. a winner from a runner-up, and people remember the winners. Winning is almost comparable to a hole-in-one. Um, yeah, yeah, you know I, I mean? would like, say it's uh, harder to win probably than yeah, that's one. what I'm saying. But like, yeah. it's like a it's a mystical creature, yeah, yeah. it's a mystical creature, yeah. For and sure. You guys have done it twice, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And my question to you, and I'm sure what everyone is wondering, is when that happens, I mean, let's just you could pick either the Mexico win or the Hawaii win. What is the feeling like on the green when the 72nd hole is complete? You're the winner, you're hugging each other uh the bank account goes way up for both of you guys everyone what's is the celebrating. party like yeah, what's that's the what we want to know yeah. <laughs> the cell phone's going um, off i mean yeah. that moment what what's that moment like the moment is basically like i can't believe that just fucking happened butterflies yeah. big time yeah. you know i was like wow all right that's it's amazing and then fucking you crazy yeah, yeah i can't even imagine what that feels like yeah, with the second win, we were in a playoff with James Hahn for like six holes. So it was just like, oh, I remember the, that. that. I remember yeah. that. I'm like, dude, just that was just, a grind, dude. Just go away. Let yeah. us <laughs> lay down, brother. Yeah, lay down. Yeah. We got a party to get to. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that, that's incredible. Um, but like, take me through. Like, you guys are walking up the green, and I know it's it's all about. Patton and he's getting mm -hmm. the interviews and he's the winner it's it's Patton desire god bless him but like when you get back to where you're going like the locker or whatever like that's a big win for you yeah yeah you're just kind of checking your phone and you see you know you get it's the most coming. text messages you've ever seen in your life yeah. at one point in time you know at one point and you're is like is it true that the phone gets hot when that shit happens phone like, warms up yeah oh, yeah yeah, phone, phone when you like guys a diddy, dude, just hot sure. phones, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you guys get the third one, which you will, uh, Ryan and I want to know, are you going to return our text? <laughs> oh, We're going to be one of a million yeah. people yeah. texting you, but I'm expecting a text back within, I want to say, that. 90 minutes. We're flying oh, to wherever they I are. I got you 90 minutes. Well, the thing is... When we're flying to wherever yes, they are. We're, meet, we're meeting yeah. up for the fucking oh, yeah. party. Dude. Yeah, that's where, that, that's what, bro. That's, yeah. Where we're, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, can't so, wait for that. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's worth a red eye every fucking day of the week right there. Yeah, sure. so did you guys, like, what, what are you guys saying to each other after that happens? Well, I mean, they kind of whisk him away, and he's got a bunch of media right. obligations. You kind of enjoy the the embrace you know, quick and, embrace, mm -hmm. and like you know, then it's like, all right, dude, mm -hmm. do what you got to do, mm -hmm. man. I'm, I'm back. You know, I'm, yeah. Caddies are caddies are in the background. That's how we. That's how we like it. That's how cool, we though. expect you know, it. That's yeah. how we're yeah. comfortable. So well, then you don't have to deal with all that bullshit. Exactly, you know exactly. I mean? He's got to go up in front of all these people. Which the course you know, lights hitting your lips way before it's hitting his. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. I get to go in the locker room and I look at my phone. Yeah. I, I yeah. rattle through as yeah. many texts as yeah. I can and respond to as many as I can. And I mean, it takes about an hour and a half of his time before we're, I ever mm -hmm. see him again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, just. Knock that stuff that's pretty out cool to win kind in Hawaii of, uh, too. kind of let it sink in yeah, yeah. Hawaii is Hawaii awesome. that's a rad place to win you know mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys had some fun yeah. we did we you did know. yeah so I mentioned that you've uh, been caddying for 20 years you've, you've had a bag on your shoulder for two decades uh, you have walked every course there is to walk this is a job for you you know when I um, when I worked at the Jim Rome show you know it's kind of the pinnacle of that genre and mm -hmm. everyone's like man that must just be the greatest thing in the world and it's like on one hand it is on the other hand it's a job and when you have a job sometimes your love and lust for everything related to that job goes away so you are a golf lifer this is mm -hmm. what you do like you're bouncing around from rental to rental booking your airplanes just jumping around and and it's it's got to be like kind of a blur and so my question is, do you still like love this game the way that you loved it since you were a kid? Are you still a golf guy? I am, 100%. I play golf, you know, at least a couple times a week on my off weeks when I'm at home. Mm -hmm. The wor the hardest part about the whole deal was just the travel from week to week, mm -hmm. getting from A to B. Mm -hmm. Once once you're in the new city, it's new because you hadn't been there for mm -hmm. a year. So yeah. you're like kind of stoked that you get to go to some of the bars and restaurants or whatever that you are used to going to and then go check out the golf course and once you're back inside the ropes it's like well 
that never gets old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The the golf part of it never gets old. Right. My right. boys back home, a few of them are Coors Light drinkers too, and um, they call them uh, um, popping or drinking coolies. Coolies, um, okay. Is, uh, is, is when Joe Edder's off, he's got a week off, and he's going out there playing a couple days during the week for his own enjoyment. Is Joe Edder popping coolies on the golf course while he's playing? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's coolies involved. Yeah, it's usually when my wife's at work, yeah. so I can't really like, yeah, yeah. get hammered on the yeah. golf course every day. But you're enjoying but, the game in that aspect. Oh totally. You know, oh right? yeah, yeah, dude. I, my golf is. I mean, I'm a ten handicap, and yes. I'm you know that's not good. Proud of, but well, I'm proud of it, I guess. But I mean, hey, trying to get it down to tell you what, digits. yeah, I, I've been at yeah, single digits a long better. time, and I don't win shit. Right. So, ten handicap uh, is an awesome game. I would love to handicap. be a real yeah. loose kind of like you know unpredictable mm-hmm. eight or nine handicap. That's the that's where the money yeah. comes in. I'm in my pocket a fair amount, but I can I can birdie. Any yeah, that's what I'm hole. saying. That's so, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, no, the that's pressure's great. off, and yeah. you're just looking for the for the for the money. Speaking mm-hmm. of your wife that you just mentioned uh, is at work when you like to throw back the Colorado Cool Label playing golf. Today is your three-year wedding anniversary, is, so cheers is, to you, cheers, and cheers to Becky. Yeah. Becky, congratulations. Yeah. You married a, a great man, um, but let's get serious about this. You are in a townhome rental at a caddy compound in Solana Beach. She is not here, and you have to imagine that this is a very common occurrence for road dogs, for caddies. Mm-hmm. You miss a lot of occasions. You're not with your wife for your anniversary. I know that your wife came into the picture while you were a caddy. So she mm-hmm. knew what she was signing up for. She knew right. the lifestyle. Um, but how hard is it to be away from the person you love the most and to miss these yeah. moments or to get invitations to weddings or nephews, birthday parties or graduations, and, and you're always having to say no? Yeah, it does suck. It does suck in that regard for sure. You miss out on a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of home stuff. And she's been awesome about being super tolerant about this. I don't know if you could want to call it a lifestyle, mm-hmm. job, whatever. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, hats off to Becky because. Yeah. Rad. Yeah. Is that where we're looking? Happy yeah, anniversary. Yeah, Joe, you can play right to that camera. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, yeah. Becky. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that's, that's super cool. Now, on the flip side of that, you know, while the road dog life does have its drawbacks, <laughs> The road dog life is also an amazing life. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in a different city every single Crisp, day. Crisp, cold, bed sheets, and yeah. Yeah. wet towels on the ground. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know? Just yeah. like, When's the last time like, you did your own dishes? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I get some help to clean this up. Yeah. Um, and I need some more shampoo. There is no uh, deeper sure. sleep. There is no deeper sleep in the world than a sleep that is in your own bed alone. Uh, mm-hmm. away from everything. And when I say in your own bed, I mean in your own bed in a rental that's in a different city. Like, yeah. You sleep through the night like like you're a baby. It's incredible. Yeah. It's like, I don't have a care in the world right mm-hmm. now. You know, if this house lights on fire, it's someone else's problem. Well, a lot of times you wake up and you have no idea where you are. Yeah. Like, as soon as you wake up, you're like, Oh shit! What? What? Oh yeah, that's right. What city am I in? Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of like the rock star that comes out on stage and like thanks the wrong city because he has no idea where he is. Um, and we did mention that when we went and saw you out in the desert last week, you were staying with three of your closest friends that you've been staying with for a long time, and you're in your forties, and every guy in the world is trying to recreate those young college years where it's like you're with your boys Mm -hmm. pulling all-nighters having fun and everything and like that's why everyone jumps at the opportunity for a bachelor party they don't jump at the opportunity to go gamble in vegas on the bachelor party or go to strip clubs or anything it's like i get to be with my boys like for two straight Mm -hmm. days and this is something that you get to do on a weekly basis yeah yeah i would say probably i mean i'm on the road 30 weeks out of the year i'd say my my closest friends are other caddies probably mm-hmm. you know because you're just you're hanging out with them all the time yeah totally you miss out on so much stuff that goes on with your buddies back home that you're kind of you come in they're like oh that's awesome that you're home but i mean you don't really yeah you really not have the the fellowship for, the fellowship yeah, exactly. is for me is out here so and there is be, to use the there, word fellowship. there is what a there guy. is that with the caddies too you know like you guys oh, yeah. are a, a very tight network of guys who are i mean there's 30 of you in this thing i'm sure that's been going on for a long time you Mm -hmm. know that's a cool cool thing i that you know it's a shame that the uh golf culture doesn't 
you know, media-wise, doesn't touch much on the caddy culture of it because it's such a huge, important part of what makes pro golf sing, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and, like, you guys are the unsung heroes, without a doubt, you know? I mean, those guys can't go out there and carry their own bag like an NCAA player and fucking get around a golf course. There's no way. They need to be yeah. able to walk that fairway, be free and clear, and have you guys, like, be their support system, you know? Yeah. like They could that, do it, but the quality, could. the quality of golf would suffer. Would 100%. suffer, yeah. You know, I mean, you got to – those guys need to have their chest out. They need to feel confident and cocky, mm -hmm. and they need someone in their corner. And, and it's a fucking team effort, you yeah, know? No and, doubt. And, uh, and uh, you Speak, know, cheer, cheers to you guys for yeah. giving us guys something to watch on the weekends because – you guys are the, the, the part of it that doesn't get the most praise, but mm -hmm. fucking very important, dude. Yes. But, and, you know, uh, the thing is, we don't want the praise. We, we, well, we enjoy good. the praise from our, our boys. That no, yeah. And that's what makes it cool. That's what makes it cool. It, you know, is that it's like an underground coolness yeah. of it. You know what I mean? And like, like we were just saying about the win, there's something fucking really beneficial to be able to be like yeah yeah go talk to those guys i'm gonna fucking go over here yeah do this and you know yeah, like, like sure. i'm enjoying this in the fucking mm -hmm. clubhouse and like whew, i don't need to deal with all that yeah. that yeah. nonsense you know we're talking about how the players need to have their chest out and everything i just do want to say best walk on tour Patton kazai <laughs> think so yeah he has the most confident slow stride ever and it's like it, he's got nowhere to go. It's just yeah. like, man, I'm fucking playing golf, you know. And huh. I'm not quoting him. He didn't drop mm. the f bomb on me like that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, he carries himself in a a very confident way. Maybe it's the height. Maybe it's the southern draw. Whatever mm. it is. Uh, but yeah, I can't imagine you could have that much swag with a with a bag over your shoulder. So with the um, sounds like we got to get a foursome together. Yeah, no, that'd yeah, be great. Like, yeah. So we've got a what? You're, that, you're a three. Together, yeah. Uh, I'm a two something, but. I'm the shittiest two on earth. Okay, so yeah. you're a two, you're a ten. I make a ton of fucking pars. And I'm that's a fourteen. About as good as I am. So what would the teams be if it was us four? If it was us three and, and Patton, what would the teams? be? The teams would be off week. Let's all get hammered. Okay, yeah. that'd be a six 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 game. Oh, six! Uh, that was my grandpa's yeah. favorite game. Yeah, because you get to team up with everybody. Mm -hmm. It's the best game you could ever fucking play. Mm. Six six you? and six. You you mentioned your grandpa. Your grandpa got you into golf. That's why we're here right now. Who got you into golf? Uh, my dad, my grandpa. Great. Uh, yeah, up in Green Bay, Wisconsin, where I uh, was born and raised. Yeah. 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 Um, bummed about the Packers. This past that was a weekend, tough game. But yeah. That was a tough game. That was tough. That, that was, was tough not. Yeah. That was, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, most people I talk to, uh, their dad or their grandpa got them into it. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the weird. Yes. My yeah, mom got me mom. into it. Yeah, my mom absolutely uh, loved golf and played it a lot and taught me how to play. Which is probably why I suck. Um, well, I would I would take you one further. That was my grandparents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, both my grandma and grandpa played, and um, they had his and hers matching cards, and like so, it was a, it was a group thing. But obviously, the grandpa gets a lot of credit because it's like, come on, kid, you know. Right. But uh, mm. man, what an era, you know. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. th those they, they 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 came from the real stuff, you know. And got through it and got mm -hmm. to the point where they were playing golf leisurely and teaching their sons and yeah. grandsons. Yeah. What a wonderful thing. And that's what we're striving to continue, obviously. And, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And be able to bring to ours. But Yeah. You played in a group uh, when we saw you uh, with uh, Jimmy Walker. Mm -hmm. Great guy. Yep. And uh, we're rooting for him to get back on top. And I think Jimmy enjoyed having us out there. Um, you know, he gave us a few smiles and head nods, which was awesome. And Smiles. Uh, Smile to me. Uh, I think <laughs> you not so much. You I think he had it out for me. I don't know what I did wrong. I gave him some good wishes at the beginning, but yeah. uh, I think well. I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time because there were some walkie talkies that went off, and I think I got blamed for it. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, hey, the greats deflect, and uh, if I was in his shoes, I would have blamed it on me too. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, you, you know what I mean. You look up and you so, see that face staring back at you. Yeah, you're just like Gucci sunglasses, kid. giant yeah. mustache. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that guy's screwing me up. Uh, but no, what, what was interesting, um, and I, I do want to bookmark the question that I was going to get to on the group that you were playing with, but there was a couple of instances where we felt like we were collateral damage by volunteers. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so I'll just kind of lay it out for the viewer. Uh, 
the first instance was Jimmy Walker right in his backswing, a volunteer's walkie-talkie went off, and Jimmy 100% heard it, 100% hit a bad shot, 100% looked up, and we're standing right next to that volunteer, and he 100% thought it was us. Yeah. yeah. And that sucked because we had our phones on silent, but it was like, dude, we're dead. We're yeah. dead. That's we, one, we're dead. That, it's the volunteer, but we're dead. And then the next time, uh, you know, Patton was playing a shot and some volunteer was making some noise again. And these Oh, that was on nine. Again. On nine, yeah. 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 On yeah. nine. Oh. And it was right before he topped it and some volunteer was making some noise mm -hmm. and we were standing right next to the volunteer and Patton looks up and he said, excuse me, sir, I'm going to hit now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, fuck, I love that voice, but man, he probably thinks that like we had something to do with that, you know? You yeah. gotta imagine, those guys yeah. are pretty used to it, you know? They, they get butt yeah. hurt about it, for sure, in the moment, but it's like, it comes with the territory, right? So, it does, it Unless does. you're royally fucking up. We got kind of like, I don't even know if, if spoiled is the right term, but mm -hmm. when there wasn't fans for a year. Oh, and, uh, yeah. That's <laughs> a great like, point. It was like, oh, That's yeah, a great point. Nobody, there's, nobody's yeah. making any noise. This yeah. is yeah. awesome, and then all guys of a sudden, now world. we're back to... Yeah. So yeah. that took a little bit of getting used to, to be honest. A few weeks yeah. of getting used to, like, oh, wow, actually people are watching these that's shots. A, that's cool. Great point. Ryan and I are starting a new uh, fan club for Patton, and we're calling mm. it General Patton's Army. And if anyone wants to join, like uh, they can get in line behind us. My okay. grandfather yeah. was um, one of three survivors from um, Company K from General Patton's Army that stormed the beach in Normandy. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Good for wow. him. Yeah. And uh, one might call this serendipitous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, really that we are now the... Yeah. Uh, tied that together. Did, yeah. Nice. Now yeah. we are the head of uh, General Patton's... The world has a club. weird way yes. of stringing shit together. No doubt. I mentioned your group with Jimmy out at the Des because I want to ask you the question of if you and Patton are drawing any name to play with, who is your favorite other tour pro to play with? Like, when you and Patton draw this name, you're like... Hell yeah, this is gonna be fun. Oh, I mean, it's. I think we gotta go Spencer Levine. Spencer Levine. Yeah. Unless After goes, that video I just saw, yeah. I would say the yeah. same thing. You know what's a shame is we can't roll that video in and we can't roll Patton's ace in because the PGA Tour will sue us off the planet. Yeah. They, <laughs> okay. they do not like use of their videos. But uh, explain to the viewer who might not know who Spencer Levine is. Who's Spencer? Uh, well, Spencer tour is, advisor guy. Is, is a tour guy? advisor guy. He's a. I think. It, I think you would agree. He's a bit of a wild card. Yeah. You're not really sure what you're gonna get. I mean, he's either going to rip his shirt off or yeah. he's going to hole out twice from the fairway. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. On the day after he had a kid. On the day after he had a kid, yeah. <laughs> Great video. <laughs> yes. If you uh, haven't yeah. seen it, go look it up. Spencer Levine uh, is doing a post-round interview. Yeah. He had holed out twice in the round, uh, and he prioritized those two hole outs ahead of telling the world that he had had a child the night before. It's, <laughs> it's one of the most epic pieces yeah. of audio you'll ever hear. His brain yeah. is moving 10 million miles per hour. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I had a whole lot on this, and then another one, and then I put one this close. Great in. interview. And oh, I had a kid last night, yeah. too. Business yeah. first, personal life second. Yes. Yeah, that's and just how we, how we do He's a player's player. He's a player's player, yeah. absolutely. But um, you, could, you could YouTube search for Spencer Levine on YouTube, and you will see all kinds of theatrics. So, yeah. And good character. Yeah. He's Good a great character, yeah. great guy, great heart. Yeah, but uh, yeah, That's he awesome. wears his heart on his sleeve for sure. I love that you go off the beaten path of the guy that that you like that maybe not a lot of people know because you did play two rounds with Eldrick Taunt Woods, and this is a story that you told us at uh, LG's, the wonderful steakhouse in La Quinta. Um, you 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 got paired with Tiger, and I think my favorite mm -hmm. part of the story is this the Michael Jackson joke. I think my favorite part of the story was uh, when you uh, not 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 the round, not how crazy it was playing around his crowd, but when you found out that you were paired with them. Oh right, yeah, it was a Tuesday. We always get our tea times on Tuesday, and um, we we're doing in the middle of our practice round. I'm like, holy crap, Pat and Gazire with Brant Snedeker and Tiger Woods. Snedeker. What? Yeah, yes. first time. First time I'd been paired with them. Certainly the first time Patton had been paired with them. So The mob. Was the mob just a distraction? The mob was crazy. Yeah. There's like a dude that that stands on a milk crate mm -hmm. and just holds a banner, like a like a towel, hand towel, that just says tiger on it. Mm -hmm. And just holds it so yeah. you can see it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, okay. 
He's like, we got it, bud. Yeah, yeah we got, got it. But he goes yeah. to like every tournament the Tiger plays, and just it's kind of like a couple like, of yeah. idiots who uh, have their shirts tucked in holding the Bob Hope banner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Somebody's got to keep tradition alive out there. You know, I took my wife to see Tiger play at Riviera a couple of years ago. And she was dumbfounded at how Zanny Dowdy was. She was dumbfounded. <laughs> uh, she was dumbfounded at. Sorry, we could take that out. How, floor, cutting room floor. Uh, she she was dumbfounded at how uh, stupid his crowd is because yeah. it's it's pretty over the top. She she, right? she was like, mm-hmm. is this some dumb person's mating call where they just show tiger, 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 tiger? Well, yeah. it's like, like the it's like the just, videos you see of like fu- like in sync and shit when they like they get out of the fucking limo and kids are like dying and like falling over yeah. just like it's just like pandemonium you know yeah. it's like these iconic mm-hmm. figures show up in pop culture and that's that's what it is it's not even fucking golf oh yeah he it's doesn't pop even, culture you know what i mean at this point he doesn't even see that anymore he, yeah. right or he or hear it yeah laughs at it which like, whether you're a tiger lover or hater years, so. the fact that he was able to play at such a high level with all that shit going on does say a lot about the guy you know mm-hmm. he, yeah. he really was able to zero in and fucking but do it. it's just crazy it's just it's it's like someone turns on some tape on repeat. It's tiger, 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 all, and like she's like, man, these people are so dumb and weird. And before she could get the sentence out, I'm like, tiger, you know, and, yeah. and I was like, what, what were you saying, man? You know, and uh, she, and then her, her, yeah, yeah. I'm always trying to high five him, and he's always denying me. Uh, That's right. Yeah, have you seen those pictures? Oh yeah, yeah, fantastic. Um, denied so far by Rory, Tiger, and Justin Thomas. Yeah, I got you tickets to the U.S. Open. Okay. You, know, you definitely uh, yeah. got denied by JT. Yeah, you got Justin denied Thomas. By JT. Yeah. I got an argument with a fan um, after, right before you got denied by the high five because he was on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he was on the second cut of rough behind the green, short sided. His, his approach went long. And uh, he's sitting there and he's like looking at it. And he goes back and pulls a wedge out. And I like, you know me, I'm <laughs> drinking and shit doesn't go under my breath. It's fucking over the top, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Dude's gonna chip it. What an idiot! You know, like, <laughs> it's like, he pulls a wedge, and this guy like looks at me, and you know, how fans are nowadays just like, oh, well, you're a fucking blah blah blah. You know, so I was like, settle down, dude. You know, I'm just yeah. like, no one fucking cares. Yeah. And so he, he chips it, and it like just like oh, like just misses, you know. And like everyone, and the guy looks back at me, and he's like, probably would have made it if he putted it. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> And then Hawk leans over like, hey, give me five. And Justin's just like pissed he missed it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is just epic. We're yeah. just killing it right, right. now. Right. So I've got this uh, this bit that where I, I like to go pick the biggest star at the tournament and reach out like a complete idiot for mm-hmm. a high five. And they're just deadlocked and like get this clown away from me. And I'm yeah. always dressed like an idiot when yeah. I'm doing it. Safari uh, hat. Yeah. Staple. So, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Safari hat staple. Hey, at this point, you don't even want the high five. Yeah. No. If they were to high five the picture yeah. of getting denied. Right. If they yeah. high five me, it would ruin the whole right. thing. It's exactly. over at that yeah. point. <laughs> you know who didn't deny me a nice uh, hand greeting was uh, Patton Kazire. Came over, mm. dapped Best me up, which is great. Mm-hmm. Best in the business. Mm-hmm. So you said who you would like to get paired with. Oh, God. Um, you got something? No, keep uh, going. You, you said you, who you would like to get paired with um, if you could get paired with anyone right now. If you could carry the bag mm. for a legend of yesteryear, dead or alive, but can't be someone playing right now, who would you want to carry the bag for, a legend of mm. yesteryear? Legend of yesteryear? Got to be Arnold Palmer. There it is. Arnold Palmer. I mean, got to be. It's got to be. I mean gotta be yeah same same thing pandemonium you know crowds galore for sure back in those days i mean he had so much uh he had so many female fans hopefully at that point in time i mean this is all fantasy so i'm single yeah i'm like i'm like getting some of the trickle down action you know that that didn't didn't pass the smell test arnie's busy yeah arnie's busy but i'm 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 good i'm hanging yeah I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could you imagine looping for Arnie for 18? Mm-hmm. That would be incredible. Mm. That, that, would, that would be something yeah. special. Yeah. So as we sit just a few miles north of Tory, and as we're coming off of the Hope out in the desert, I, I got to get kind of lazy with it and ask you, what is your favorite course to caddy at? I mean, 
they're they're all so good but i love the old school courses mm-hmm. i love colonial mm. i love uh harbor town mm. where the heritage is mm-hmm. i like the shot makers golf courses mm-hmm. where you actually have to kind of work your way around I, the golf course i was told back in the day before we're in the modern era that uh the two biggest parties that were circled on the calendar for the pros was the Bob Hope and Harbor Town. Yeah. Those were the ones that they looked mm-hmm. like win, loser, draw, you're having a good fucking time that week. No doubt. Yeah. And is Harbor Town still like that to this day? Yeah, two yeah. two point. Yeah. Two point. I mean, it's, Even in the modern era. But it's yeah. gotten a little more corporate, I'm right. sure, than, right. than years past and whatever, but I mean, yeah. There's, good, they're good, still rock and rolling at the yeah. quarter deck and the marina yeah. and all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. So, I, yeah, too, I agree with you that the, the shot makers thing, you know, I, I think it's, especially this day and age when golf is, as, for lack of a better term, getting away from us, you know, mm-hmm. you can make the courses as long as you want, but you can still bring them to a place like that where it's like, hey, motherfucker, do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, there's like, trees everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I mean, do that, dude. Let's see you do that. There's not much you can, yeah. you, you got to figure out a way, yeah. so. Yeah. Have you caddied at the Masters? I have, one time in uh, 2018. Unbelievable. Yeah. And what did it feel like when you put on the white jumper? Oh, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it feels pretty cool. I mean, it's. Do they do know. as good of a job behind the scenes as it looks like in front of the scenes? It, it does. You feel like you're on eggshells a little bit to mm-hmm. an extent. I can imagine Because, I mean, there's, everyone's kind of like, if you step out of line, even as a caddy or a player, even, they're like, uh. Yeah, they don't have any rules there, but they have rules. customs. Yeah, ah, like, yeah, that's what they say. So, mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah. The first, actually, a funny story. The first time I um, I went there as a, in a practice round for patent, uh, nobody had told me that you're not allowed to have shorts mm. on the property. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, had to borrow some. Uh, some pants from something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. By the way. Oh, welcome I, to Augusta. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Augusta yeah. was already. It would have been nice to uh, yeah. let me know that I can't wear shorts yeah. at yeah. all. Augusta was already up here for me. It just went through the roof. Yeah. They don't allow shorts. Is it true oh, that amazing. Like, some of those greens are built up and there's electronics underneath with fans and shit and like mm-hmm. weird shit going on, stuff like that? Oh, yeah. They've got the sub air. They're sucking out. They're, they're doing totally everything. Like, control just all the moisture. High tech shit going on. Yes. Crazy. That's awesome. That yeah. is. I mean, that's from from its inception. That's what it's been. You know, like come here, like the the master of golf. You know, like mm-hmm. this is this is the mecca. You know, like yeah. And and it's cool to see that they still continue to hold on to that and portray that. Yeah, to, totally. Not only to the players, but to the viewers. You know, and um, fuck Masters Week for me. Just as a fan, it's just like everyone knows. It's just like don't fucking call me. Mm-hmm. Don't like leave me alone. I got yeah. fucking. The laptop, the phone, the TV going yeah. on—it's just like the fireplace is going. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, and I, I love it because it's one of the rare tournaments you can watch as a as a fan, where like the coverage through their apps and all the bullshit they have now, where you can just watch the whole field, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, from early in the morning and stuff. And I think a lot of people, you know, they 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 cut shit up nowadays. The TV, big. Um, productions cut it up so it's like you're only seeing the guys on the weekend who are doing good but you know i I think you'd agree with this that like most of the field is not playing that well Mm -hmm. you know and it's interesting for me to watch the guys you know everyone Mm -hmm. come through amen corner or 15 and 16 or what have you and you're just like okay i'm seeing everybody and it's like you know they not everyone's on their A game that week. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, now and on the app, you can watch every single shot from yeah. every single player. Yeah. yeah. It's it's, it's pretty cool. bitching, you know. It's a fan experience like you just don't get to see. And um, it's interesting. You know, I, 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 that week is so fun yeah. for, for golf. Mm-hmm. It really just fires you up. You know, you the, the the coverage ends, and then you're just like on eBay looking at fucking golf clubs. You know, you're yeah. just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm Jones, dude. You know, when we were kids, they'd show like on CBS, you'd you'd see maybe 12 holes or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they wouldn't even show like the first six holes. My uncle had, you know, back in the day, back in the day, you just tape everything everything on TV, you know, and then you put masking tape on the tape. It's like 75 masters. My uncle had like every fucking masters on like VHS. (laughs) So it's just like, and by the way, they play back as good today as they did back then. ESPN, if you Mm -hmm. subscribe to ESPN Plus, you can watch any year of the masters. And if you go back and watch like a late 60s Masters and you see the way those guys dress and even the way the crowd dresses, mm-hmm. it's like 
There is so much respect for what is happening out there. And the guys played with so much character, too. Mm, like, yeah. these were not picture-perfect swings. They were mm. like, you know, Jim Furyk would have looked textbook with these guys. Like, right. it, it was incredible. And the way Arnold Palmer would putt, where he'd, like, release the club before he hit the ball. And it was so mm -hmm. wristy. And he's making them. And he's bent over. And he's knees got the, together. Yeah, right. his knees he's together. And, over, it, yeah. and his hair is all perfectly waving. Yeah. And he's, he's fishing after he hits an iron shot. It's just, mm. it, was, it was so swanky and so cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Where are you, as we wrap this up, where are you guys headed after this? So, do you get a week off? We get a week off, yeah. We're both heading back home to Georgia. Get to cool. hang out with our family, loved ones, mm -hmm. play some golf. Yeah. And then it's back, you know, Sunday or Monday, back to Phoenix. So, yeah. the wasted management. Yeah. I get to my, my buddy Bird Dog. Shout out to my man Bird Dog, Justin York. Caddies yeah. for Sung You'll Know. Yeah. He puts me up every every year at, uh, at his place. He lives in Scottsdale. Wonderful. Oh, cool. So, um, it's always great to save a couple bucks, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Pat Perez didn't put you in his uh, all black mansion. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't gotten the invite. Or yet. loan you no. one of his yeah. uh, fifteen no. uh, race cars off. Hey, you want to no. drive my yellow Humvee? <laughs> <laughs> Taxi. <laughs> yeah, Pat, I'll call Lyft. Yeah. Uh, uh, Shout out to Pat for blocking me on Instagram. Too. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, he's a blocker. He's a big yeah. blocker. Yeah, he's like the Dikembe Mutombo of Instagram. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Block more shots. Than... Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say you had it coming. Uh, we wish you the absolute <laughs> best of luck yeah. here at Tory. Thanks for letting us invade your yeah. space, Joe. My yeah. pleasure. My we, pleasure. We, we want you guys. Let's go buy some pizza and yeah. beer, boys. We want, yeah. you, yeah, we want you guys to yeah. do well. And um, it means the world to Ryan and I that not only that you wear our stuff and that we've got a deal. You get it. But you get yeah. it. And that's the thing. You, Dude, you are the perfect person for this. And it's it's kind of like... I don't want to say something that could be untrue later in life, but like if more people came up to us and were like, hey, we want to get on this nation thing too, it'd be like, I kind of yeah. like that we've got Jetter yeah. and it's like an exclusive yeah. thing. Like I, yeah. I really love this relationship and this friendship and this partnership and it, it's just, it's made us feel great and uh, we hope that we don't fuck it up. Oh, uh, because, well, likewise. Yeah. I mean, well, I no, I don't think you have anything to worry about, but uh, so far, so good and uh, Ryan is a bit of a wild card, uh, so we'll see how we do there. What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cheers to the fellowship. And oh, actually, before you do that, since you are wearing a jacket, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. This is tradition on the show. Oh, yeah. let me we brought you a Yes, this will look great uh, on this jacket. By the way, I love that you packed a jacket for this. It looks fantastic. Yeah, oh, yeah, thanks. That was very thanks. nice yeah. of you to do. Uh, this is always the uh, awkward moment of the interview where I reach into your personal space. Uh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, hey, absolutely. And let's see if we can figure this out. Thanks Adam's you. really good with his hands. Uh, that's the one thing that I'm <laughs> not great at. Yeah. There we go. Fistful oh, of thumbs. The smoking wow. sound right there. <laughs> wow. Fistful of thumbs. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to the fellowship. Cheers to Joe Thanks, Joe. Cheers to Pat and Desire. Cheers to Becky. Happy anniversary. See you in the winter circle. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see you in the winter circle. Yep. Nice. Right. That was good. Is that all right? That was Are great. Are you kidding? That was yeah, the best great. one I've ever done, Come dude. On.